Okay, Fritzberger and bloodandfaith.com. It's Tuesday, 16 January 2024. I had a podcast the other day calling for rebellion. I wanted to expand on that a little bit. Not take away from it. No, no, we're not taking away from calling for rebellion. I want a rebellion against the Antichrist and against the Antichrist forces that currently run the United States of America. They are illegitimate. They are illegitimate under the laws of this land. They are illegitimate under the Constitution of the United States. They are illegitimate under the principle of we the people. They are illegitimate in that they are in rebellion against our monarch, the monarch, Jesus Christ. They are illegitimate in their rebellion against all that is true and right and good. They are in rebellion because they've sided with, with Satan himself. These are the forces of the Antichrist. The people running the government of the United States are the forces of the Antichrist. It's not coming, it's here. It's not coming, baby, it's here. Y'all are waiting around, you're looking, you're looking, oh, the Antichrist is here, oh, the Antichrist is there, oh, no, it's here, baby, it's running the United States government, it's running the WEF, it's running the UN, there's no Christian forces in there. There's no third path, people, there's no third path. Satan offered Eve a third path, Satan comes down, she goes to Eve, Eve, look, see that guy, Adam, you don't got to listen to him, see that God over there, you don't got to listen to that God. Eve, you don't got to listen to me. I'm not asking you to worship Satan. There's a third path. You're wise enough. You're smart enough. Eat the fruit of the knowledge of good and evil. Make your own choices. Go your own way. It's a lie. It's a deception. It's the way of the devil. There is no third path. It's Christ or it's Antichrist. That's it. That's it. There is no third path. There is no path to a multicultural, diverse, and tolerant society. All that is is a lie. All that is is a smoke screen. All that is is camouflage for Satan taking over. And now we got training story hour in your grade school. And we got homosexual marriage. And you've got the destruction of the white and Christian race. You have no borders in the United States or Europe. We have debt slavery and tax slavery for every person that lives here. You don't live in a free country. We live in a totalitarian antichrist system today. Not tomorrow. It's not coming. It's here. The beast is here. A beast is a world empire. Daniel chapter 2, Daniel chapter 7, Revelation 13, whatever. The beasts are world empires. Oh, I'm looking for the six-legged creature with 19 horns on him and, and five eyes. No, you got the five eyes. You got the beast. You got the beast. You got the global empire. You got the antichrist. The whore that rides on the back of the beast. And directs it and turns it every way she will, saying, nobody's going to touch me. I'm above it all. I'm above the fray. It's here. It's not coming. And the church sits there and pines away for a rapture. Oh, God's going to save me. God's going to save me. God's going to No, dude, no. You have an opportunity to be in rebellion against the Antichrist the same way Jesus Christ did. Jesus Christ lived his life, a life of rebellion against the Antichrist Jews. Oh, but you're too good for that. You're too Christian for that. Jesus Christ lived a life of rebellion against the Antichrist Jews. We are in a situation right now. It's like, it reminds me of the Marines in, in, in the Korean War. Never been in the Army, never been in the Marines. But they said, one of the generals said, we're in the perfect position. We can attack in any direction. And what does the church do? 
It's silent in the face of the Antichrist. It's silent in the face of the beast that's here today. We have an illegitimate government, illegitimate under the Constitution of the United States, illegitimate under the Bible, illegitimate under Jesus Christ, illegitimate under we the people, illegitimate under the laws of land. We live in a slave society. We're debt slaves and we're tax slaves, and the church is quiet. And average Americans don't know what to do because they're being lied to and lied to and lied to and lied to from the White House, from the universities, from their schools. Oh, trannies are us. Trannies, trannies are good. Diversity is our strength. And their lies and their lies and their lies. Where's the church? I dare you. Pull up a, go to YouTube and, and pull up a list of sermons by your pastors. Oh, you know, 14 steps on quitting cigarettes. You know, five ways to forgive your wife. Three steps on how to uh, get into the rapture. And nobody's calling for rebellion against the Antichrist. Not a, not a soul, not a pastor, not a preacher, not a, not a teacher, not a minister of the gospel. Nobody's calling for rebellion against the current Antichrist that rules today. Oh, no, we just, we want to defer. We don't want to upset anybody. Bible says don't offend anybody. Love everybody. And it's deception and it's lies and, and it's cowardice. It's cowardice. You tell me where Jesus Christ avoided offending people. My God, didn't the, didn't, the, didn't the apostles themselves charge Jesus Christ with offending people? Didn't the apostles themselves turn and look at Jesus Christ, their master, and said, Lord, don't you know you're offending them? And it breaks my heart because the church is too good to offend the seed of the serpent. We're too good. We're too Christian to offend the seed of the serpent. When Jesus Christ said, he, he said, you know what? I'll offend you. I'll offend you six ways a Sunday. Oh, well, that was Jesus. Aren't you supposed to be like Jesus? What, what, what happened to your bumper sticker, evangelical, WWJD? What would Jesus do? He would offend the Antichrist. He would offend the Jews. Well, I don't want to be anti-Semitic. Why? Why do you make up these rules that God didn't make up? Why do you listen to these rules that were made up by the Antichrist themselves? Oh, I can't be racist or sexist or anti-Semitic or homophobic or intolerant. Why? Why do you elevate the man-made traditions over the Word of God? Why do we do that? Jesus Christ talked about that, Matthew 15, 1 through 9. You got the law of God and you reject the law of God for your man-made traditions, your precepts of men. We don't want to offend anybody because the ultimate goal of a Christian is not to offend anybody. Who taught you that? Who taught you that? We want to be inclusive and love everyone. Who taught you that? Have you not read the Bible? Come on. If you're getting this out of the pulpit, you need to fire your pastor. Don't quit. Don't go to another church. Fire him. I'm tired of this stuff. You need a rebellion in the, in the pulpits. You need a rebellion in the church. We've got to start with the rebellion in the church. We need a rebellion in the church. You get all these people, they're, 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 they're saying things to make you happy and to keep the church intact and growing because it's God's work. No, the God's, wor God's work is to tell the truth, regardless of who is offended. Your pastor's not doing that. He ain't doing the, the work of God. Go tell me where Jesus Christ went out of his way not to offend people. He seems to me he went out of his way to offend people if you read it. If you open up your mind and read, he looks at the Jews. He says, you're the devil's children. <gasps> Jesus is anti-Semitic. Jesus is anti-Semitic. Jesus is a Nazi. Jesus is a fascist. Jesus is, in, is intolerant. I'm telling you, 
If he showed up today, y'all, y'all would crucify him. Y'all would crucify him because he's an anti-Semite Nazi. He looks at the Jews. He said, you are of your father, the devil. He doubles down on it. He dies. He resurrects. He preaches. He, he tells his disciples. He goes to heaven. And from heaven, he tells John. He says, these, these people are called Jews. They call themselves Jews. They're not Jews. They're liars. They're, synagogue. They're the synagogue of Satan. He says it not once. He says it twice to make sure you understand that they're the synagogue of Satan. Oh, Jesus is a Nazi. Jesus is an anti-Semite. Oh, we need to kill Jesus. The church would crucify Jesus Christ today if he showed up because he's an anti-Semitic Hitler guy. I'm telling you. He looks at the Jews. He says, you are of your father, the devil. He doubles down. He says, you're not even Jews. You're liars. You're frauds. You're identity thieves. You're of the synagogue of Satan. And the church won't say it. And so the Antichrist rules. John told you who the Antichrist is. It's those people that deny that the Messiah has already come in the flesh. 1 John 2.22. 2 John 7. And in 2 John 11, it says anybody that greets those people, that greets the Antichrist people and tries to make unity with them and be one with them, be brothers with them, you lift your hand to do evil. 2 John chapter, or verse 11. Oh, but we're too good for Jesus Christ. We're too good for St. John. We're too good for the Holy Scriptures because we're not racist or sexist or homophobic or anti-Semitic or intolerant. And Jesus Christ is just a modern-day, 2,000 years ago, fascist, Nazi, anti-Semite, according to the evangelical church. Ooh, ooh, ouchies, ouchie, ouchie. I'm telling you, there's a reason our country's screwed up. There's a reason Christendom is, has abandoned the faith. It's because the church has abandoned the faith. The church has abandoned Jesus Christ. The church has abandoned the Word of God. The church has abandoned what Jesus Christ said. Because they want to be friends with the world. We don't want to be called intolerant or divisive or anti-Semitic or racist or xenophobic or, or, or misogynist. So you literally, you take Jesus Christ, you, you run him through a meat grinder, and you throw him out. We need a rebellion in the church. We need a rebellion in the pulpits. We're saying, I'm not doing this anymore. I'm not doing this anymore. I'm not living a lie where, where, where I, I coddle the Antichrist peoples. Where I sit there and I, I do things and say things so that nobody accuses me. Of all of Satan's sins. Isn't Satan interesting? He's got it both ways. He's got his own set of rules, and he's got God's set of rules. If we break God's rules, he accuses us. If we break his rules, he accuses us. Isn't that something? You smoke a cigarette, Satan accuses you, accuses you, and publicly accuses you. You break his rules, or you're racist and anti-Semitic, he accuses you and accuses you and accuses you in public. Isn't that interesting? What a hell of a way to run the world. The accuser of the brethren, the accuser. The, now, he doesn't accuse his people. Heck, you could, be running, you could be running an island where all you do is rape little boys and girls and kill them, and he doesn't accuse them. You could be running an island in the Caribbean where you're raping little boys and girls, and nobody's going to accuse them. No, Satan's not going to accuse them. That's not going to go public. That's not going to get public. No, oh, no. We're going to hide it up. We're going to cover it up. The U.S. government's going to cover it. Time's going to cover it. Newsweek's going to cover it. New York Times is going to cover it up. Wall Street Journal's going to cover it up. Nobody's going to talk about the raping and murdering of little boys and girls on Epstein Island because Satan doesn't accuse his own children. 
Satan does not accuse his own children. He only accuses the, the, the brethren, those of us in Jesus Christ. So you break God's law, he'll accuse you. You break his law, and he'll accuse you. How's that? That's a heck of a deal. And the church sit there, and, and, we're, and we're trying to keep both laws. We're trying to keep God's laws. We're trying to not smoke those cigarettes. And we're trying to keep Satan's laws. Well, I can't be racist or anti-Semitic. No wonder our country's gone to hell. Our country's literally gone to hell. When you got tranny story hour in kindergarten, and you got homosexual marriage, and the borders are wide open, and every government institution is teaching hatred towards the white and Christian race, hatred towards the white race. And the pulpits, they're doing this little dance. I'm telling you, they're doing this little dance. We can't break God's laws, so we got to like, oh, God, I can't, can't smoke that cigarette. And then we can't, we can't break Satan's law. I can't be racist or misogynist or xenophobic or, or anti-Semitic. I mean, that's where the church is. That's where the pulpit is. That's where the pulpit is. We're trying to keep God's laws, and then we're trying to keep Satan's laws. And we're literally good for nothing. We're good for nothing other than to be ta- tossed out trampled under the foot of men, and we got tranny story hour in your kindergarten. The children and grandchildren of your parishioners, they're, they're, they, they, they come home and they want to be a tranny and a, and a sodomite because that's what they're being taught in, in college and high school. Oh, the rapture must be coming soon. Yeah, that's a heck of a way to get out of your responsibility. Cowardice always justifies itself. Cowardice always justifies itself. The bold are lonely. The bold are lonely. Well, I don't want to be like Jesus because he's, he's frankly, he's an anti-Semite and he's a misogynist. You know how many apostles he appointed that are female? Zero, zero, zero. He's a sexist and he's a misogynist and he's racist. Did you hear him talk to that Samaritan woman? Did you see? Did you hear what he said? He said, we didn't come for y'all. That's literally what Jesus said. He says, I didn't come for you. I only came for my own people, my own race. I only came for the lost sheep of the house. That's what Jesus said. He's a racist. And I weep, and I weep, and I weep. Because the church keeps tries to not smoke cigarettes, and it tries to keep the devil's law at the same time, and they're just accused and accused and accused, and we don't do anything. Throw off your chains and shackles, man. Throw off your slavery to Satan. Throw off your slavery to the Antichrist and the beast. You've taken it willingly. You've taken it willingly. Nobody's forced you to do it. Nobody's forced you to shut your mouth. But you're afraid. You don't want you want to be friends with the world. You want to be friends with the Jews like Jesus Iscariot did. I know, I know. This is tough. You want to be friends with the world like Jesus Iscariot said, you know what? That Jesus guy. <laughs> Something ain't right with that Jesus guy. He had like, I don't know, $50,000 worth of perfume slathered over his hair and feet. He could have fed the poor with that. I think Jesus is a hypocrite. This is Judas Iscariot. I'm, I'm channeling Judas. Jesus is a hypocrite. He doesn't love the poor. He doesn't love the downtrodden. He doesn't love everything. He took all $50,000 worth of pure nard, man. He took all this stuff and he's got some chick down there. He's got some woman down there. He's his woman. He's got his woman down there putting this stuff on his feet and on his hair. Oh, he, no, man, Jesus is fake. He's a hypocrite, and he's a liar, and he's a thief. Oh, J- Jesus, man, he's an anti-Semite. He's calling the Jews who are God's people. We know they're God's. He's calling them the children of the devil. Jesus is uh, he's a fanatic. 
He's an extremist. He's a fundamentalist. He's got no rationality. He, he literally said to us in the hearing of hundreds, eat my flesh and drink my blood. And he said it over and over and over and over. It would, this is ridiculous. We got to, we got to, no. Hey, Jews, <laughs> I should have listened to you a long time ago. I'll give you an introduction to Jesus Christ. Yeah, I need, you know, I need a little bit of, a little change here. But, you know, that's a minor thing. It's the principle that matters. I'm doing it for the principle. The fraternity of Judas Iscariot is huge. Millions and millions of pastors. Millions of pastors. They'd rather side with the Jews than side with what Jesus Christ said. They would rather side with the Jews than be accused of breaking the devil's laws. You can't be racist. You can't be anti-Semitic. You can't be misogynist. You can't be xenophobic. You can't be intolerant. You can't be... So they're, trying, they're dancing around trying to keep Satan's laws... What did Jesus Christ say? Give me the, let me give you the tolerance part. Bring those people, Luke chapter 19, verse 27. Bring these people that didn't want me to rule over them. Slaughter them in my presence. Slaughter them in my presence, said Jesus Christ, the tolerant. You've invented a new Jesus Christ because you hate Jesus Christ. Same as Judas Iscariot. Woke up one day and said, I hate this guy. I hate him. I'm going to go side with the Jews because I can't, I can't stomach this stuff anymore. Bring these people, Jesus Christ said, who didn't want me to rule over them, and slaughter them, slaughter them in my presence. Jesus the tolerant. Jesus the inclusive. I didn't, don't think, don't you dare think, don't you dare think, you Christianette, that I came to bring peace on this earth. I didn't come to bring peace, I came to bring a sword. Oh, but you want peace with Satan, church. You want peace with the Antichrist, pastor. You want peace with the beast, Judeo-Christian. Oh, we just got, we got to live together in unity and harmony and show brotherly little. No, I didn't come to bring peace. I came to bring a sword. Bring these people that didn't want me to rule over them and slay them in my presence. There's only one man that taught about hell in the Bible. Yeah, okay, more than one. But the one man that taught about hell in the Bible more than anybody else was Jesus, the Christ, the Messiah of God. It was Jesus Christ that taught more about hell than anything. You need a, we need a rebellion in the church, a rebellion against the pulpits, a, a rebellion against these Judeo-Christians, which are nothing but anti-Christ Christians. Throw them out, fire them. Oh, we want, we want a political revolution. We need to start with a Christian revolution against our own pastors in our own churches. Oh, I want to be friends with the world. Oh, listen, let me tell you something. I'm flat out telling you, when this happens in the church, move over world. We will change this country. We will build a Christian nation in this country. Don't talk to me about, a, 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 you know, we're all, no, don't talk to me about, don't talk to me about how we're all going to get along. No, we got tranny story hour in your kindergarten. We're not getting along, buddy. We're not getting along. You made that decision. You made the, you made the decision to spread the hatred of my white race. We're not getting along. We're going to build a white and Christian nation. Oh, that's divisive. That's, yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't follow Satan's rules anymore. I gave that up. Pastor, why can't you? Because you don't want to be accused? of being racist, sexist, homophobic, transphobic, queerphobic, intolerant, divisive, anti-Semitic, or Islamophobic? 
You try to follow God's rules. You try not to commit adultery. You try not to lust. You try not to smoke the cigarettes. You try to cut down on your whiskey. You try not to steal. And now, oh, i got a whole other set of rules you got to follow. Okay, now you can't be xenophobic. You can't be racist. You can't be homophobic. You can't be intolerant. You can't be divisive. You can't be anti-Semitic. No wonder the well, no wonder the pastors are bound. No wonder the pastors are bound under under demonic oppression, because they're trying to keep Satan's rules and God's rules. And if they break either one, Satan accuses the brethren. Now, if you get Satan's people out there, if you get the people running Epstein Island out there, everybody's making excuses for him. You got the people visiting Epstein Island. Oh, nobody's getting arrested there. Child rape and murders. Child rape and murders, and nobody arrests them. Well, you, tell, you don't tell me we don't need a rebellion in the United States, in Europe. Prince Andrew. Prince Andrew, bring him out there and, and hang him up. Bring him to the Big Ben where that clock is in London and hang him by his neck. No, we're done. You're going after our kids. We're coming after you. We're going after you. We're coming after you. And you won't obey the law of the land. You won't investigate these crimes or the rape and the murder of our kids. We'll come after you because you're protecting them. Oh, this rebellion needs to start in the church. It needs to start in the pulpits. Rebel against the man-made precepts and rules that they put upon you. Well, pastor, you can't be racist. You can't be sexist. You can't be homophobic. You can't be... No. Pastor, you need to rebel. If you're, and if your congregation is doing it, fire your congregation. If your congregation is putting this crap on you, fire your congregation. Drive them out. That's what Jesus Christ did. Drive your congregation out. He looked at his congregation. Jesus Christ looks at the congregation. He looks at he says, eat my flesh and drink my blood. And they turned around and they walked away. Well, we can't do that. You're just, you're a fanatic. You're unreasonable. Eat my flesh and drink my blood. And they ran away by the dozens, by the scores, by the hundreds. Pastor, do that to your church. Fire your congregation. And he turns around and he looks at the 12. He looks at the 12. He said, you can go too. You can go too. Pastors, it started, you need to start firing your congregation. Drive them out of your churches. If your congregation is putting that crap on you, you can't be racist, sexist, homophobic, anti-Semitic, drive them out. Let them go to the Jews. Drive them into the Jews. Drive them into the arms of the Jews. There's Christ and there's Antichrist. That's it. Not only for your church, but for the United States of America, for this nation, for Australia, for New Zealand, for Sweden, for Norway, for England, for Scotland, for Ireland, for Wales, for Germany, for France, for Spain, for Greece, for Russia, all the countries of Christendom. There's Christ and there's Antichrist. That is your only choice. That is our only choice. Jesus Christ did not give you a third choice. Satan gave you a third choice and he lied to you. He said there's a third way. He's a third way. And we're still seeking a third way where we get along with the Antichrist. We get along with the beast. We get along with the children of the devil. We get along with the synagogue of Satan. And there is no third way. Burn that to the ground. Burn it. It's Christ or it's Antichrist. That's it. It's Christ or Antichrist. That's it. There is no third path. Fire your congregation, Pastor. Drive them out. 
what Jesus did. FritzBurger, bloodfaith.com.